where we feel everything connects whether we know how or not dancing and diving in the wonder and mystery of being human this is a freestyle in the moment podcast no scripts or editing is made welcome and please enjoy this ride (laughs) are you willing to go on a journey then this is the podcast episode for you in this episode it was quite interesting it was clear for the three of us that spirit was definitely calling us together and speaking through us even as the recordings would drop and drop and drop and it reminded myself greatly of that perseverance needed in this world of like it doesn't always just come so smoothly and yet it's beautiful and magical when it does it's just sticking with it being at ease with it as it is coming together and trusting trusting that there is something of value in it and worth to it all because the way I see things is it's all valuable so if you're up for it stick with us It'll, uh, it's a journey. The sound's all in different spaces. The recordings are in different spaces. So, oh, enjoy. Ooh, hello, Josh. Hey, what's happening? I made it in. I'm so glad. I thought Woo-hoo! for sure have issues, but we're here. <laughs> we're here. We're, um... Stare at a pop on, which is all yeah. good. But all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I would try to do her voice to fill the void, but I get you know, I don't know. If you I know that, that that perfectly says it all. We have to do our own voices. That's <laughs> <Yes>, very true. <laughs> I guess unless we're doing voiceovers or we're you know right. purposely well, doing other people's voices, but <laughs> yeah, that could be a whole different podcast for sure. Yeah, I know. Do you enjoy doing other people's voices? You know, I do. It's actually something, it's one of my hidden talents. I wish it were something a little more uh, productive, but I enjoy doing voice impersonations. I've always done them as a kid and growing up and, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what is one that like comes quite simply for you? Oh man, I don't know. It's, It's kind of sporadic. It's like it happens and then I just do it and it's I've, oh, always, cool. I've always tried to harness it to have it on tap, but it seems like it's just kind of all over the place and spastic. Cool. Yeah. I'm sure I'll probably do one eventually during the recording, but it's a surprise. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I like that. I like I, surprises. <laughs> so how yeah, so the, over there? Go ahead. How's the weather over there in Washington? I'm curious. We're getting snowed up to our waist over here. Not quite that high, unless you go to the mountains. Um, currently, it's raining. But yeah, we did have up to a foot or so it ultimately ended up with. But, you know, I did come from a snowier place. So I kind of laugh at it. But I will say, the driving yeah. can get a little uh, funny in its own right, because there's a lot more hills here. Oh, yeah. And I think it <laughs> freezes a little quick. 
quicker over there than it, or not, not quicker than it freezes here, but there's so much more moisture in the air where you are as opposed to yeah. where I am. That, that can be a factor. Yeah, tomorrow morning's going to be interesting. We'll see if I need anything to get down the driveway if the car oh, just sure. goes there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Car will, the car will end up somewhere. I mean, that's... Yeah, which now I'm like, dude, did I turn my wheels real good? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. think and wonder. Absolutely. <laughs> All these classic things that we are doing, so I don't yeah. know. It's just a part of life around here because people forget how to drive when the snow happens, and then it's a free-for-all. It's just a big skating rink. Mm. At work, I mean, I take crash reports. You know, there's so many of them, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, what is going on out there? <laughs> that gives you an idea of how you want to go home or don't want to go home. <laughs> exactly. I'll just stay at the center for three or four days until it clears out. I imagine that's been known to happen. It used to in my world. Oh, yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, you go in for a shift. Next thing you're there for 36 hours, 48 oh. hours. Like, wait a minute, what happened? Yeah. That's so funny. Sometimes I think that happens within me too. (laughs) Wrestling or working with something for a while. Like, why is this taking so long to process or do? Oh yeah. That's totally what happens for me as well is I'll wake up and start one project and say, all right, I can do this. Get it. Hello. Hi. (laughs) So my alarm went off my phone and it kicked us off the recording <laughs> oh okay i thought you just i thought you'd had enough of me <laughs> no 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 i wouldn't do that to you enjoy listening to you <laughs> good stories and great voice all so, right awesome. yeah i was wondering what happened it kind of just went silent and i said okay was that was that the recording do we have a show we have a special <laughs> spot in our show where the uh, guests get to talk to themselves live live on air <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> That's a conversation you don't, I don't know if you want to hear that. I'm, um, I'm starting to wonder if maybe that's something we'll just create after all this. It's kind of like, uh, hmm, I didn't think to do oh, that geez. naturally or normally, but wouldn't that be fun? So you'll have your, oh, your the, 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 uh, we'll give you three minutes of like yours. You know, you can talk quietly. You can talk to yourself on air. And we can give you yeah. the time where you can speak other people's voices. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, nah. We wing it. Oh, that's <laughs> totally. good. That's fun. It is fun. I enjoy that a lot. I mean, occasionally things come through like, well, or it's all coming through, right? You know, what we want to do or how to do. But... Exactly. Yeah. Oh, still waiting for Miss Sara. She will come. Uh, yes, we we will wait for her presence and be graced with it. <laughs> or we can chat here. <laughs> that's what we've all been known to do while we wait. All right. All right. So what's coming yeah, from that's Josh? What's coming in for me? Yeah. Hmm. What's hanging out for you? Are you doing quite a bit of music lately or are you kind of been in well you know what's funny is i was i was actually playing music right up until i got the message from you to join the recording Mm. and uh yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of in a block right now but i think it's a great opportunity to explore some other avenues and see if i can get past it or work through it Mm. and it's uh it's always a dance for me because my brain is very analytical and very linear but when I play music, it's kind of my other half coming out in that. 
And so when it doesn't, when it doesn't flow as smooth as it normally does, it gets a little frustrating, but then that's when I have to say, okay, like, let's just do it. Let's just go. And I was actually at the point where I wanted to challenge myself because I've been trying to think of something to do for like a little video for Facebook or something. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting there trying to compose and compose and there's half of me that's going, why don't you just hit the record button and see what happens? And I'm like, oh my gosh, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm in there going, oh my gosh, like the mad scientist trying to get things right. But you know, it's coming in right now. What's that? (laughs) Like, so do you have a guitar handy? <laughs> hey, hey, we're back again. <laughs> Are we back? Oh, for- Sarah's actually but- on her way home. That's what she yeah, kind of made message. That. So, just, uh- well, this is how we often roll with that then. Because like there was a time I was at work and, and Sarah ended up uh, taking off on the, the, um, sort of interviews, sort of podcasting, whatever. And uh, she jumps on and I jumped on when I was able to, and we'll probably do that here. Cool. That'd be the coolest way to go with it. Simplest. Um, Yeah. So continue on. You were talking about your music and the dance and how sometimes like you just want to push go live, but yet you don't. (laughs) Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I would love to just say it's a Gemini thing and blame it on that, but (laughs) but it's this, it's this, dichotomy that rages on sometimes where it's like no it has to be perfect and I imagine myself like some classical composer like no it must be this and this and this and then the other part of me is just like yeah eff it dude let's just go and see what happens you know yes so I I don't know it's I I guess I I enjoy that conversation that inner dialogue because I live alone and I need company but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but Really, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's it's all about just it's an outlet for me to really enjoy. And there's there's moments where it just flows like crazy, and there's other moments where it's like, okay, maybe we'll come back tomorrow and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever find you're like, I'm not exactly sure why I just played that or did that or how that, but somehow, like later on, you're like, oh yeah, I needed that, even though it wasn't yeah. all the way you thought it would be. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes I think what happens is I go in there and I just pick up the guitar and I say, okay, I don't know what we're going to do today, but here we go. And you kind of end up with these different riffs and ideas or little things here and there, and you kind of put them in your little toolbox. Or this is, I guess, mm. but then when you comes later on, you say, hey, maybe I could throw that in with this and see how it goes. Or now I have an opportunity to work with that other thing I did a little bit because it's in a new environment. And of course, looking you know and of course this is how my brain works i go man that's kind of like daily life you know i do little things here and there and then all of a sudden it comes up in a situation where i never thought i would use it and it works and Mm. for me it's all it's all connected that way and that's why i i really make it a point to keep that a part of my daily flow if i can yeah i i hear you on that one completely that's exactly how my world works too Hmm. Yeah, and I love to encourage anybody to just push live and go. Because <laughs> <laughs> for you... me, it's like all the practice happened, whether you were like this great concert pianist that's been known for the past or whoever the person was or musicians of any time in it, they did the work, they did the practice. Others might not have seen it because it might have been during the whole journey or the process or 
um, behind the scenes for a long time. And, um, but then at some point they did at the show where I think we're in a place now in our world where it's like, people want to see all the behind the scenes stuff because they can connect to it. They can relate to it. And, um, and we're kind of hungry for that. That's true. I I think there's a definitely, I think it goes back to the need for, you know, structure and seeing what makes things what they are instead of just having the end product. There's more to it. There's a a process. I think people are more interested. <laughs> oh, it's, it's you okay? Uh, I don't know if that's part of it. I'm trying to think if we've done it through Messenger before. If we usually do cell phones, I don't know if that would somehow be part of this kicking it, kicking off. We'll find out. <laughs> I suppose we will. I'm just gonna kind of yeah uh, and figure out where all my screen pieces are because. Do you hear me? Hello. Hello. All right. Are we all here? I think so. I'm here. Hi, Zoas. Hey, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm just taking over your show here. I see that. Yeah, I was kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) So are we multiple times? Debbie has a new partner here. It's all part of the free flow show, whatever she is. <laughs> you know what? With your voice, I really cannot compare. Like, there is no competition in here. Like, I give you my position. I resign. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, gentlemen, one of your new co-hosts, Mr. Hammond. Ah! <laughs> I love it. Oh, I place you. Yeah, are you kidding me? No way. 
Right. You sure you don't want a podcast? Come on. You can just do free-flowing music on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a little <laughs> drum over there. I might, I might go pick it up and just start going for it. <gasps> go for it. <laughs> do oh, it. On. If you're going to oh. do it, I'll do things. <laughs> what kind of things do I have music in here? Okay. I, it, there's got to be a harmonica here. Come on. Oh, chimes. Okay, that really rings. What? Wait, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Hello. What's going on here? I don't know. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I think Debbie was playing a concert. Then the phones couldn't handle it or something. I don't know. <laughs> you guys what were you talking about and what's with the jumping back and forth and the attempts to record and it's not working i'm not sure what's going on with that we were talking about music and just the process of you know from start to finish with art and how sometimes the work to get to the final product is has a lot of value in it just as much value as the the finished product itself. And, uh, and I'm, I'm sure you can relate to that with your medium. It's there's, I'm sure there's so much that we don't even see on the internet that you post, you yes. know, there's a lot behind it. And I was telling her as an artist, sometimes you get really frustrated kind of with yourself, but you say, man, like, I know I can do this, but it's just not happening right now. It's not the way I want it yes. to be. And it's like, okay, I get to make a choice. Do I value this time that I'm feeling this way or do I throw it all away and just hope for the best? You know? mm. Yeah. There are times when I'm like, I really don't want to finish this piece. Like I'm halfway, I'm like, uh, no. And some pieces that I work on them in the course of a week or two weeks, depends on what it is. And the process in between, like, I'm not the same person when I start it and the minute I finish it, I'm not the same person. Like, I've had so much, it shows in the work, like, it shows in the, and you can see um, in the small details. Hi, Josh. <laughs> what? Welcome <Hello>. back. <laughs> yes, it was, it was nice to have a little break now. Here we are. Yes, I feel like the, the episode should be about frustration and oh, not no. working. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, she... We're all here. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I have no idea. <laughs> should we change the episode? Um, the subject to like frustration and. Oh yeah, the art the and craft of like... <laughs> the behind the scenes of how it actually goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it was funny because I was having this inclination to call it to talk about like voice and what that's like because in my lifetime, one of the things that's happened is people have always complained about my voice being mumbly and I talk very low and they couldn't hear me and like all these things and I had to fix my voice and work on it and da 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 da. And then I get other people that tell me that are like wow, I don't know what it is when you talk. I hear things and understand things. And I'm like, huh. But we're obviously not been talking about that. We've been talking about the music and art and other things, but it all relates because I'm kind of like, 
it's this thing that many people are saying it's all messed up, but then there's these other people saying it's not, and I'm somewhere in the middle going, huh? <laughs> I like playing with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I do believe that one way or another it all works, and like we can't be rip- not be ripples and not be like our vibration out there and our energy anyway, anything that we do. So it's like, does it even matter if it's like all a certain way or not? I mean, there's a craft, I get it, but ultimately something's happening. Anyway. Right. Well, the way I see it, and it's so funny you mentioned that because I think about stuff like this quite a bit, is it's like, I'm so worried about not getting it right or what is right or wrong. And then I'm thinking, what do I know? I'm just, I'm just like... <laughs> Who, who even gets to say that it's right or wrong? I'm just doing it. Or it's just happening. And sometimes when I'm able to kind of see it that way, I just relax and say, I don't even know. And I don't have to know. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, where does that come from right now anyway? It feels conditioned. Or something. Like somebody told me that. <laughs> Some part of me is like, Today. I'm on a sled hill with my kids and they both went down with the sleds. My daughter's like, come down. I want, you know, I need help or something. And I was like, but I'm standing up here without a sled. I'm like, okay, going down my butt and back. <laughs> I did. And then I was like, oh, I don't even want to use a sled. But some little part spark in my little inner child just went nuts. And I was giggling the whole way down. And I was like, I wouldn't have known that if my kids hadn't gone to the bottom and held the sleds and my daughter needed me to come down. Like I just, not that I haven't ever split on my back or whatever, but it's been a long time that I haven't gone down with that. So it's just like, oh. But yeah, if I was worried about how it looked or right or wrong. I'm like, that would have been a, a non-happening well, experience. Like, living here in Montana, it's like I get to go sledding sometimes whether I like it or not. So <laughs> walk out the door and get the mail and all of a sudden you're on a sled. Had a cup of coffee, just doing my thing, and then all of a sudden, uh, (laughs) looking at me through the window, going, What is wrong with you? Oh my gosh, that's so funny! That's so classically true. (laughs) You're being told to play a little bit. That's what I take it as. It's like in the bird, I get to play. Must play. That's awesome. So speaking of play, and you have drums near you, Josh. <laughs> Come on, I'm so curious. Let me hear it. Like, it might not be right or wrong, but I'm just this curious person who's like, I would love to hear Josh play the drums. Oh, it's just like this little tiny that I bought. I think I was drunk and I bought it on Amazon, but. Crazy story, but I don't care. <laughs> I just want to hear drums played. I don't even think you'll be able to hear it if I do it. Well, I disconnected everything last time when I tried playing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it can handle the the awesomeness. It'll, <laughs> it'll blow up the podcast. Well, it's not going to different than it's been. <laughs> I bought this little this little drum, and it's. It's kind of silly, but it's just kind of fun to. Yeah. So yeah. That's so cute. I love it. That sounds so nice. 
out. Oh Wait, my god. That was so funny. <laughs> no, no, no. But he could come back in on that one, couldn't he? Yes. This one? I just sent him the the invitation again. Oh, okay. As long as it keeps this week right now. Welcome back. <laughs> See, I told you. Right. That awesomeness. Yeah. I have a question. Did you do it on purpose or was it for real you got kicked out? Oh, no, I didn't do it on purpose. I, I seriously thought maybe you guys kicked me out. Like, okay. <laughs> there is somebody in the ethos cracking up having fun. Well, they don't even have to kiss in the ethos. But anyway, cracking up energetically going, oh, watch this. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. And that's why we all have to play more because there are people in the ethos too that are operating <laughs> and watching this. They might not be informed and they're just loving it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because we get to play. We get to form. We get to play. Like that. Oh, echo. What was that, Sarah? I said I got a nice laugh. Mmm, absolutely. I wonder if my phone. It's weird. Can you hear me well? I can. Is Josh still there? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Quiet. All right. What's coming up for anybody? <laughs> Hmm, interesting. I need to take a few breaths. Like, <laughs> hey, babe, this is the one we'll do a meditation. Sobering <laughs> <laughs> oh, meditative. There's all, all different right. forms, so you got to get out yeah. more instruments, Josh. Oh man, I don't know. My cat is already laying on the couch here, judging me. Every move I make, so I don't like judgmental cats. Tell her what is what is that? Oh, <laughs> oh we don't know. We don't know. Oh. Well, at least we're all here. At least we have a recording. I mean, that's a start. <laughs> now, apparently, we're holding space. Right. But what's funny is this. This happens all the time. I mean. I I was lucky enough when I worked at the Capitol here, they they had a TV show come and film in there. And I'm not kidding, for two and a half minutes of TV, it took six hours of filming, take after take after take. Wow, really? And it was, yes. Oh, yeah, it blew me away. I was going, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, nutty. Yeah. <laughs> But it was kind of cool getting to see all that and, again, see the process and all the things that go into it, you know. But oh, I, I still haven't seen the show. Sure. What was the show called? Oh, the show they were filming, it was called Yellowstone. It has uh, Kevin Costner and Wes Bentley. Huh. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> we lost him. This is so funny. 
Okay, that's interesting. I know, you know, this makes me kind of go, okay, now at what point do you edit? Yeah. Do you ever, do we ever, do we need to? Like, that's the question of like, hmm, at what point? Like at some point, it became a big thing, obviously, to get to the point, I suppose. (laughs) And do, you know, takes and editing and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, And is that something, I don't know. Like I, I'm enjoying personally the fact that it's sort of not all working. I feel like for us, for us, it's fun, but I'm wondering about yeah. the listening. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Mm. Or for Josh. So Josh, while you were gone, <laughs> we, we had this thing of wonderment. We're like, this is interesting. So at what point do you get to where Maybe thinking about editing or, like, what else did I say? Because our thing is that this, show, this podcast is supposed to be in the moment and no editing or, like, no script, no editing. We prepare a word that feels present to us in the moment, but we yeah. prepare what we're going to talk about like, like word to word. And we trust in that and, like... That's the funniest thing. Like, do you get to a point where you just go with a certain piece of it? or you And, like, I don't feel called to do that, but it is a wonderment. Like, obviously, they tape shows and edit them down and do all kinds of things and have them very formalized. And uh, and Sarah was wondering, like, well, I don't know. How's it sound for, like, somebody listening in on the audience? And I'm going, um, for me, what's coming up with that is, like, I would hope somebody could relate. Like, they've... Well, they might not have had a podcast, but they might have something in their world they're trying to do. And it's going well, nothing I would imagine. That is, I remember every live performance I've ever seen, whether it be a play or a concert where there's no second chance and it's all about what happens. More than I remember any TV show I've watched. Oh, you know what's great about you just saying that? No second chance. I love that. Um, there were so many years ago when I was in Austria. We were on these long bus trips and there really wasn't much music and the radio was going out. So they decided to see who had music. Somebody had something from Peter Gabriel. This is so album. And I had never even heard of this musician before, which is funny because I used to listen to Phil Collins. But I hadn't heard of um, Peter Gabriel. And so they played a song, a bunch of his songs. I, I fell in love with all, so many of them. And I would later listen to his songs, but I would regularly listen watch them either on TV live or like listen to the live versions. I actually never saw the video that went with the song until like a few weeks ago. <laughs> and this was back oh, in 1990 uh, when I first saw the, or heard the music and then later would watch the lives or listen even to the live music. When I would purchase the music, I would purchase the live versions of it versus the taped in studio versions. And so then later I would go and visually watch the live performances like online and stuff like that. So I'd actually never seen the video that went with the music. And then when I actually did see it, I was like, yeah, now I'm going to go back to the live performance because there's such depth and like richness to the live performances to me. Um, and like you said, that no, no second, like it's just, it's there. Yeah, absolutely. And especially if it's somebody you like. Yeah. 
kind of opens exactly. up that door and just all that energy comes out in that live performance and exactly and the, and the I love that interaction with the audience, all that. Yeah, and I've yeah. been in a few bands where I've been on stage in front of a lot of people, and there really is a connection you can do. You know, it's almost like getting hot. That's what it is. Oh wow! I think that's a. Going in and out. Is Sarah even around? Is she even on the I am here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Your end was going a little bit in and out, Josh. From... I'm a very good listener, people. She is, trust me. <laughs> no, but I love that. Yeah, like when I think of things. I do prefer... And even when I speak or I go do things, I prefer in like in the moment as it's happening, almost like improv, as opposed to having a script or going standing up and reading something. Like I'm doing this workshop and some people do them and they have all these notes filled out and they follow a certain formula and pattern. And I'm like, ah, you have none of that. <laughs> and it's not like I can't do it. It's not like I didn't write stuff down even beforehand just to have something like pulled out of myself. Um to have a focus, but otherwise I, I kind of get gummed up when I am caught up and I don't know if it's like getting caught up in my head or what exactly I'm getting caught up in, in a sense, but I feel like I'm thinking and trying to figure out what to say next. And that's usually not a really good place for me. I need to just be showing up, listening and trusting and sort of in whatever one wants to call it. Yeah, yeah that, moment. That, could be, that could be good. I, I'm wondering if my audio is still terrible or if you can hear me. Well, it's a little shaky. Hmm. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> we don't know what's up with any of this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this all doesn't make sense today, but it's beautiful as it is. It, it's just what it is. It's a beautiful yeah. mess. That's what it is. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Beautiful There you go, Sarah. Start. I think that's what I said today. When you can find the beauty in the darkest moments, like you're in love, like that yeah. is loving, and like that's it, you know. And so the beauty yeah. and the mess. Speaking <laughs> of love, happy Valentine's Day, people. Oh yes. Love, love. Do you know this used to be a day I I loathed. <laughs> That, that's me not right now but that's me like previous year like no today i'm like you know what i'm gonna get my hair done i'm gonna be like oh i want to see couples going out together i want to be happy for them yeah and that's it <laughs> no i was supposed to be born apparently on valentine's day and my mother was like no way will you be born on such a date and so apparently because she thought it was too superficial and so that was like the thing i grew up that was a story i grew up hearing my whole life so at one point, like a year or so ago, I was trying to like, you know what, I think I can let go of the story and maybe enjoy it. It's another day given by like the creator. Like I, it's a day, like just because we call it Valentine's Day. I'm like, I don't need to pour it. It's got to be something beautiful in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it is a date around love. So, and I do love the whole idea of love. So, yeah. And so I shipped Wait, that off. February 11th. I miss your birthday. No. Did you? Did I? Did you did you enjoy the eleventh of February? I did. But there I, you go. You didn't miss my birthday. <laughs> I did not. Wish, did I wish 
you a happy birthday? I don't know. I don't keep track. I don't have a scorecard oh for that stuff. <laughs> How? Oh my god! I I feel like oh my god. <laughs> Let me tell you, you care more about this than I do because I don't put owner. I don't put onus into that stuff because if I did, man, I wouldn't have any friends because rarely oh. do people reach out and wish me happy birthday. That's been the standard since I was young, and that's all fine with me. Oh. I, I, I trust our connections. I trust my relationships with people. It's all good. They don't have to, like, know every moment of every detail. <laughs> this is what makes you awesome. I usually forget. <laughs> when, when, I don't know if that's because I don't care. Or do you forget? What did you say? You forget about other people's or your own? No, I always forget mine. And I don't know if it's because I don't care or because I'm getting old. Oh. <laughs> do you want to share when yours is so we can make sure we hit it this year? <laughs> Mine is June twentieth. We got a long way to go yet. Okay, just so we gotta work on that. <laughs> I will expect lots of messages. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna bug you all day. <laughs> I'll have a, con- a live concert. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> got it. Well, I feel like singing a happy birthday song for you, Debbie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Debbie. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. That's beautiful. (laughs) And I can play it anytime I want. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew? Wow. You know what? That has been the one thing that's been very dynamic this year. I had people that have called or or have ended up singing happy birthday to me that would have been the last people I'd ever thought. Like, I just wouldn't have ever thought that, hey, this person's going to sing. Like, so it's really cool. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, and it's like suddenly I'm going like in my mind. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, that was divinely timed, wasn't it? Like, here she was supposed to miss my birthday, and then I get to sit. Like, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so it did cross your mind? No, no, no. I'm right now. Like I'll spend a This is okay. so funny because if you hadn't missed my birthday, it would like be no big thing. You wouldn't suddenly yeah, just like, sung on air to me. Like that's such a cool like. How cool. You're sitting there going, oh, I missed my birthday. But then, like, this great other opportunity has opened up. So, like, it's all good, right? Yeah. I think it's a great opportunity <laughs> for me because I can't here, but I So, I hear, like, a little bit of what Josh says and then goes, like, water. Goes underwater. Yeah. Josh, come back above water. I don't know why it's doing that. Float with us. <laughs> Is that what we're There's doing? a time to dive and time to float. Come out, take some breath, and then dive. I don't think this is on purpose for John. Am I, am I still bad? Am I still bad? Yeah, it is a bit. This episode is not going to be online. 
<laughs> or it will be. <laughs> we're gonna well, have yeah. to re- We're gonna have to do another one. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing we can, but I don't want to get rid of this one. Like I think no, I, I'm having fun. I love it. I'm having fun. It's just like I feel like we need to have a proper one. I mean, this is—I don't know what's proper or not, but this is fun. Fun is proper. So yeah, it's proper. Yeah, well, I love the idea of having another one that, you know, if it flows well and everything like that, as far as, like, not the in, the uh, recordings going in and out, stuff like that, um, because it gives a contrast. It's like, it's, both could be fine, contrast. Yeah. Like somebody, somebody said, well, you know, I have these questions I'm going to ask people, what do you think of them? And I'm like, they're great. Now, if I were to do the questions, I would do it like this, and it wasn't to say those questions, there was anything with them. It was just more the fact that I was like, I just wanted to share with this person how I, what was coming through me to view and look at this, these particular questions. And if it was a value to them, great. If not, just, you know, go with their gut and ignore whatever I was, you know, they had asked me to kind of like um, give my, my own experience on or wisdom on whatever. And uh, yeah, I'm like, toss that out, whatever. So, but something in here could be beneficial for someone then. I don't Absolutely. Know. Assume that I know what is or, beneficial for another person. Because <laughs> there could be an artist out there, like we all are, artists, um, going, oh, wow, I can't believe they were on a podcast like that. Like, that's so mm-hmm. not professional. <laughs> like, beautiful. You're right. It's like spiritually human. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's playful. It's childlike. I don't know. I don't want to define it. I just want to be here with two other awesome souls having a soul cast I love that soul cast yep with a man's voice Josh who often acts we find very activating <laughs> do you know that Josh well, I, wish, I wish my voice was actually coming through and that's what's cracking me up, that it's not, that, like, this is so funny to me. On so many levels, it's hysterical. Because you have, like, this incredible voice. Like yeah. I said, so deep, so rich, and so soulful. That is a perfect way to put your voice for my uh, meaning definitions. And, uh, yeah, and then have <laughs> the static that we're running into. I wonder if... I don't know. I just, it just crossed my mind. And here I'm going like very um, Sarah mode. Is it probably? I'm thinking. I'm taking it personal. And what is it? Something that I'm not open enough to receive Josh's voice right now. Mm. Like, why is it not getting crossed to me? What am I blocking? Yeah, that it's not coming clear even though I can hear like he's trying and and I I know his beautiful voice and everything and it's just I get certain words and then the rest is like underwater kind of thing mm. yeah where was that listening that? enough maybe free flowing and feeling like we have to redo mm. or reconnect yeah, because if you put it all into connection mode and take it more in depth to ourselves. Yeah. 
Hmm. What's a different focus? Josh, do you feel connected right now? <laughs> I feel connected. With my, I'm wondering if it's like a technical issue or, or what. But I, I mean, it, 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 it gets really close and then far away sounding for me and then sometimes it has that little underwater sound and above water sound but it's funny because I clearly heard him saying he felt connected yeah and it's beautiful and that was very loud and clear sounding you got the validation <laughs> yes. Celebration. Oh my gosh. How funny. Hmm. So what's going on to you right now? Who are you speaking to? <laughs> Questions about She seems pretty relaxed. I think I should follow suit and try to relax into what I'm doing. That would be nice. Yeah, I just noticed my shoulders were tight when you said that about relaxing. I was like, oh, holding my shoulders tight. <laughs> yeah, I've had to learn how to relax. Definitely. It's, it's not easy. You feel you've always had to learn how to relax? Like, or yeah. there was a time where you, oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, I think it all goes back to when I was a kid, you know. I mean, I was adopted. And oh, wow. When I was growing up, I was always kind of tense because I was thinking, okay, well, I was adopted. But am I what they wanted? Like, there was always that anxiety that kind of was there. And just there was a lot of pressure on me as a kid while in school and things like that. So I've always kind of been tense and task-oriented. And over the last few I've been able to kind of learn how to relax and I think getting this cat probably the teacher for me can, instead of getting up and rushing through my routine I get up and I get the cat for a half hour and it's kind of nice so like that, helping me to figure that out that is beautiful thanks for sharing that wow. and I can so feel how that's tapped into your not wanting to go live with your music <laughs> Yeah, it's, it feels so interconnected. And I think that's a big universal, like looking for that acceptance, no matter how you come in or out of your family. I wasn't adopted. Um, my cousins were. And I can't say what that feels like because I don't know. All I know is I didn't always feel, I, I often wondered if I was adopted. <laughs> Sounds pretty bad. But there were days I was like, is it possible? <laughs> Because um, I felt so disconnected. That's interesting. Yeah, I, think I, for me, I always felt like I was taken care of and they cared about me and they loved me, but I think there was just still that underlying thought of, okay, like I've been given a second chance here to do well and I have to make the most of it. And I think that mentality stuck with me through you know, even up to now. And, uh, and I've told my parents as we've had these conversations, you know, of course. And, you know, yeah. they're like, oh, no, 
we never felt like you weren't. I know that, but that's just where my brain has been. And it's something that I've learned to dance with. So, yeah. I look at things through a, a, a set of eyes because of that I think it's allowed me to be a little more accepting of others who might feel that way. Like they don't mm. And say, it's okay if you feel that way. I'm still just going to love you or whatever. Come on. Aww. I'm sending you a hug right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, hugs are nice. Mm-hmm. Like no, it's like because you need it. It's because you're off. <laughs> No, it's just no. Sometimes I give people hugs because I want them. Like I want to yep. feel that hug. So whatever you said made me want mm-hmm. a hug. And because oh you were the one who's saying, and I got that feeling, I'm sending you the hug. Group hug. <laughs> Cat too. <laughs> Yeah, the kitty cat. Pause and stuff. Oh, that's so cool. That's so awesome. I'm feeling the hug. What were you saying? Said I was feeling the hug. Aww. Because we started talking about relax and then it transitioned to Josh being adopted and giving us the background story why he's learning to relax and then you shared what you shared Debbie and then I'm thinking that relax is the word that I use the most Mm. in my practice but then people don't know like people really don't know how to like it's it's an alien word like I feel like it's the most alien word to people I would I mean everybody knows how it should look like but nobody really knows how to reach that you know what's really funny is I was recently at a hotel and in a bed now I've been camping or not camping out in a tent for eight months now so pretty much on the ground or on a pad on the ground. And I've really gotten used to it. And there were times many years ago where if I didn't have the right bed or the right pillow, I just couldn't sleep. My whole body hurt all day and the whole nine yards. Now to a place where I can like sleep on the ground. I prefer to sleep on the ground. Um, and I was sleeping in the beds. And I'm like, you know what? Even like sleeping on a couch, like I just don't quite get comfortable. It's almost too comfortable for me. Um, but it used to not be that way. Obviously, I used to not get any comfort out of it. But I didn't, like I said, know how to relax, fully relax. And then once I learned how to truly relax, it's like I almost want something hard. And so it's like this weird, I almost want a discomfort. And what someone else would describe as a discomfort is now my comfort of a sort. And so I think it's really heavily in our bodies. that like something's always turned on and then we have this perception that we need like comfort but then the comfort we find isn't probably what our bodies are used to because if you think of how many thousands of years people didn't have beds anywhere near like the beds that we have of comfort now they would have been on a floor or on straw or on something else and so I think our bodies know one thing and our minds and our emotions are telling us another thing Um, and same with probably like families too and how that all operates or uh, friends and family and connections. 
I think yeah, I think it's very subjective. Relax, comfort. What mm-hmm. is necessary even? I think there's a beauty in that. It's a dynamic among us as humans and as people, and we kind of get to share with each other what those mean to us through what we do. And sometimes it looks a little crazy, and we say, "Oh my gosh, how could that person sleep on the ground or whatever?" But then part yeah. of us might be curious and say, "Okay, well maybe there's something to that that is enriching their experience." that I might not be sleeping on the ground, but I might be thinking of it differently, which is the key to the engine that might create something. Oh, I think being subjective or thinking of those things subjectively as opposed to, well, what is the definition of how do I make it happen really allows me to see that dynamic. I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Snap, snap. Nice. That, that, that hit home in my world. Thank you. Oof. You still taking that in, Sarah? Well, the way the cat, the, the way our soul cast is gone, yeah. I just wanted to make sure yours were still here. <laughs> oh. mm. Yeah, I want to marinate in those words. That was beautiful. I'm wondering. I was just going to say, anyone else hear my kids next door making sounds? <laughs> That is cute. I had my headphones in, but then, like, it was you guys weren't hearing me, so I took them out. But that obviously opens up the space, too. (laughs) My kiddos, yeah, the truck sounds. Yeah, well, this is still real life, even though we're recording. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. Yeah, dynamics and how we see anything. And I imagine, like, where Sarah is, the bigger, more, more population, I, mm-hmm. I imagine and it could be totally wrong. And if it is, it's an opportunity for me to learn. But I imagine. No wrong! <laughs> I, I imagine as well that it's the people at a quicker pace, and all those things. Probably see a lot of that dynamic, you know, in what people find to be satisfactory or good or good enough. You know, and I wonder, do you notice that, or is it just kind of a part of the fabric that you're in these days? I'm trying to focus with what you're saying. I get the idea, but the last part I couldn't hear well. Something you noticed, or is it kind of just day to day now? Don't really. Is it something I just noticed or day to day? But the relaxing with the environment. The relaxed one. Because you're in a city. Okay. So I, yes. So I live in New Jersey and I live in the North Jersey part, which is the closest to New York City. And where I work and where my office is, it's closer to New York. It's like 20 minutes away. Um, 
and that means we have a fast-paced life and I have like I shared with Debbie one time on a previous episode that one of the guys that I was telling him to relax he was like you don't understand like I'm not used to relax because I have this massive business that I cannot relax I have to always answer phones email stuff like I have to be always on the alert always um, taking care of that on top of that he mentioned something which felt to me a little sad it was like even when I'm home with my wife I cannot relax and give her like let her take care of everything at home like even at home he's not relaxed so not only when he's working and that felt we we have we have a very fast-paced life. I get caught up in it a lot. Um, I have to catch myself every now and then. Catch myself. It's like I got lost and I have to catch myself. That that's a very that's a very funny um, example. But no, um, I thought it was funny. It's not clearly to you guys. <laughs> no, I got a reaction. Good. Okay. No. Anyway, um, I have to catch myself and. Um, like remember to just slow down that everything it's I mean nobody has one job in here everybody has like if somebody has one job that means it's one high stress stress job or they have two or three jobs or like they go to school and like work at the same time um, because it's expensive as well like not only it's a fast pace, but it's expensive. So, yeah, the environment has to do with it, and I have to remind myself to relax first, so I can show them what it would look like, so they can feel it. So when they enter the room, they can truly just leave everything outside and just walk in um, naked. I don't mean naked as in physically, like you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, like, okay. Disclaimer in here, people. I am, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the massages that I do are medical, okay? Let's keep that in mind. I'm a, a massage therapist, not a masseuse. Um, anyway, but it, it's naked as in, like, from all these problems, all that stuff that they carry on every day. It's pretty brave. You choose to lead by example and say, "Hey, you know, even if it's for just the time that you're here, safe haven that you can leave your worries and cares at, and just receive that energy." That that's pretty cool. Well, I kind of want be like to go to a place like there, obviously, or laid back. And I don't know how I would handle that. Mm. I always wonder if I would go to, if like I wanted to live somewhere like Pennsylvania, for example. Pennsylvania is not that far from New Jersey, but it's very slower. And I want, like, I go there to just for a day or so. But when I go there, I feel like the day is. Two or three days. It feels like longer than a normal day where I am. And I enjoy it. But at the same time, 
I know that I can adapt to any environment I go into. Um, but it would take some time because I'm very, even though I say that, I try to always keep myself relaxed and I think most of the time I'm good at it, but still. I realized that I'm wired all the time. Like I'm, I'm unwired. Like I'm alert. I'm just. It's like there's so much to do. Yeah, and it's definitely a dance. It's that balance of maintaining that stability. With, you know, even like a ship on the sea, the waves can be crazy, but there's still that stability there that keeps it afloat. Keeps it afloat. And. I imagine you have to have some sense of anger in that environment where you don't get washed away in it. And uh, I wonder if that is ever harder than, like, I wonder if some days are harder than others to maintain that stability in that environment. I didn't hear well. <laughs> he was basically doing the ship and the dancing related to maintaining stability and wondering that sometimes that stiffness if it's needed so you don't get washed away in that environment. Well, I know that I got washed away when I get sick. Literally, I when I get physically sick, like if I get a cold or a flu or like just feel, I know that that's my, my um, alarm system. Because I don't get sick from illness or like I don't catch any disease like not disease disease but I mean like I don't catch um normally um viruses and stuff but when I get sick it's because I'm under mental stress or emotional stress and it's my alarm to calm down relax take a few days get yourself um check with yourself girl like that's my thing and then I can be ready to go back out, do my practice. Interesting. Check with yourself, girl. I like that. I mean, hmm. I probably won't use that for me, but... <laughs> Could your alarm be everyone's alarm? <laughs> I've been journaling lately, and that's like my check. 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 <laughs> journaling, too. Like, I've been lately journaling, and every few, like... Once a week, I would check, what did I journal in the past few days? Like, is it, what was I stressed about? What was I feeling grat- grat- grateful for? Like, what is, I put everything on a scale in a way to see where I am at. Because I would love to think that I'm a good person all the time. And like, I have great thoughts all the time and all that stuff. But truth is, I not, it's not 24 hours. It's not consistent like that um there are times when i'm not very excited or (laughs) i can't tap into gratitude within myself and there are times that i'm like oh my god life is amazing and all that so to kind of check where i'm at i journal so i can see So Josh, what do you do to check in? I like that yeah. check, like check, mm-hmm. check, like they do a sound system well, type thing. That's pretty fun. It's interesting. I, I think there's a lot of dialogue for me. Um, I used to journal quite a bit, but I found what I was doing 
I would go back and read them, and I would be really judgy, like, oh, man, what an idiot. I kind of got into that practice. And for me, I think it's just a... I don't know. I, you know. Maybe that's a question I can't answer, but I feel like I know when I'm overloaded, but I'm so used to that feeling that it just I just kind of roll with it. I, I don't think, and this is probably something that I can work on, but I don't really take time to stop the ship, you know, or the, you know, like I'm always going, I'm always in motion. And with my background and what I've, and what I've done, you know, we've talked about it before in public safety, there's kind of that expectation that you, that you don't come first, you know, your emotions, you feel like you do what you do through it and then you deal with another thing later. And I think I'm still in that mode. So I don't check in with myself a lot. I think if just something is going wrong, I can deal with it in the moment. You know, it's interesting. I had a, a crazy wild experience uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago. And it was an EMS situation. And in it, it was around a whole bunch of people that do a lot of internal work on themselves and are very pretty conscious and aware of what's going on within them. Cells and do typically put themselves first um, as a way to be, you know, to do more for others. And so it was a really wild situation as I was kind of going through it because everybody was kind of jumping in to do the thing that they did well, which sounds really funny. Um, but in that moment, like I knew I needed to be right with the patient right then and there. So I handed my phone off to someone else and said, you need to call 911, you know, like, and then the next person did the next thing. And then one person went and got the things that they knew that they needed. But it was so dynamic because I really realized in that moment, everybody was doing the thing that they did really well. And the thing that, um, like, because they knew themselves so well, there was, like, no panic. It flowed so easily. And um, that person who was on the ground was actually somebody who had been in EMS, too. And so we were in the process of this, like, talking about, like, the healing stuff that could be done, like, in that moment, um, like, connecting to source and also recognizing what was happening around us, like, how amazing all the love and the people were responding and checking in on, on this person and um, like somebody else at one point after everything was just kind of in a holding pattern waiting for like the ambulance to come. It was like somebody said a prayer, somebody else was holding space, somebody else was doing, you know, <laughs> their type of thing with it. And I was like, that was the first time I was ever in a situation, like an EMS situation that was re- so conscious, almost consciously responsive and loving it blew me away in all the years that I've been, you know, like out on the street doing that. And it just showed me how we can do it differently. And I was like, holy cow, this can be done with an open heart. Like this can be done with open emotions. Cause we, I've always been taught, you know, and I don't even think I was taught it. I learned at a very young age, you just shut it down. You shut it down, you go into it. And I learned it doesn't have to be shut down. Um, it often did because that was one way of survival and doing with it, but there's another thriving way it can be done uh, where it's not shunned down. And oh my gosh, it is, whew, it, I'm still learning from it. It's just so deep sitting in me and I'm like, wow. It, well, what's funny okay. is when you yeah. say that, I oh, appreciate no. you sharing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I feel that 
those two voices inside of me the one that says oh my gosh like how no you got it there's there's things you got to do you know according to the book and this and that and of course that's how i was trained and you know brought up very policy this that but then there's another side that's like mm-hmm. that's awesome like how do we implement that and of course they bought it and then, you know something happened but i i i think mm-hmm. that's wonderful that you were in that able to share that experience to me knowing your background i i'm very receptive to that and i say wow i wonder if more of that could make a difference yeah i think it's where we're going actually i think that's the whole just once like our trauma world that we um tend to internally all live in this war inside of ourselves and we do our work and and heal a lot of stuff or move through a lot of stuff and like keep moving like i'm not saying people say stop moving just hit it's um but maybe with a little more grace and balance uh and awareness too oh yeah i gotta be in decent shape or like in some level to be able to receive is part of that but that, and that was the whole thing like it was just it wasn't everybody just jumping in to give 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 and rescue it was like people were just there to experience the experience they accepted it and it was funny because one person and I were like, this was so divinely timed. And you wouldn't say that in the middle of any AMS call, like ever, <laughs> like ever. And so we could all, and, and then when I, we later, a bunch of us were talking, each one of us could see how like it all came about. And if this didn't happen in that, and, like we just knew, like we just all had this inner knowing of like, yeah, this was perfectly divinely timed. And later on in the week, I had a situation that kind of crashed my world of the sort too. And then I saw that other situation, like that EMS one, as it almost prepared me to be completely open in something I thought I couldn't be open in. Um, so that later in the week when this other thing happened, I was like, the only answer is through and the only answer is open. Because going back to do it the old way of shutting down, it physically doesn't even work for me anymore. Like I physically hurt to do it that way a lot of times. So it's like, I can't go back. You know, it's, it's like you get, you get to a point where you see certain things and you can't kind of unsee them or you feel them. You can't kind of undo that. So it's like, wait a minute, you know? And so all of us were in this um, group of people are in this experience and we're just all, all changed by it. Cause we're like, it, wow, if this can be done differently and felt differently, right. viewed differently, everything else can be too. Like the thing that was like, for me, one of the last bastions of things that could be done because I, matter of fact, I even had a, a workshop going on and I could feel myself sort of shutting down a little bit. Like I didn't want to be too emotional. I didn't want to be this, that, and the other thing. I was like, I could just feel the walls kind of coming in. Um, and that experience then later that day totally was like, uh, no, you can do it open. You don't have to be shut down. Um, so then I went and did another workshop and I was so open in it. And I was like, and I, I didn't even the days before it wasn't going back to old patterns. And I was like, this is weird and different. It doesn't even feel like any form of work. It's like everything you want to talk about flow whew, and the things that come through it. It just blows my mind. I'm like, this is just showing up and being, <laughs> which I think is so much of what we're here to do, which is like show up and be show up and play. If that's what you're called to do, show up and um, draw something, show up and do whatever you're being called to do. Beautiful. Too. Yeah, I don't know how that whole dance, you know, dance will play out because yeah, there's linear things to figure out, but it. Well, I think what I'm just learning to trust it, trust it, trust it. Now, you know, 
Incredible. I think part of the reason I was able to disconnect emotions so quickly and easily was because I, I didn't really know myself well. I didn't take the time to try to get to know my own emotions. I always just suppress them. And I always attributed that to my success. I feel oh, yeah. Well, I can just, you know, go see mm-hmm. dead bodies and this and that, and I go would do whatever afterward. I don't care. And it made me good at what I did at a mechanical level. You know, Absolutely. I could do the job well. But then I always, sometimes I wonder, like, mm-hmm. was my inability to have a certain amount of empathy due to my own relationship with myself and not really give myself the attention that I need emotionally and spiritually. You know, of course, that's all reflecting. Now, in the moment, I would have never thought that, you know, but I I think based on what you're saying, I wonder how my experience would have been if things were different. But um, yeah, it's just interesting to see the way that, that that played out for you, and I'm hoping that that can become more of a how do I say a more integral part of the practice moving forward? I think that would be interesting to see. Yeah, and I ended up at another uh, collision many several years ago when I started out doing some of this work on myself, but hadn't gone to obviously where I'm at now. And it was interesting showing up on the scene and seeing the energy and the emotions of everyone and how like it wasn't even addressed. And that was all I was feeling was like everybody's energy, emotions. Like I remember going up and um, like literally hugging different people that, you know, <laughs> you know, and do that on the little EMS, you know, on the EMS seasons half the time. But I did it because it was like something needs to shift here. We can't leave it like this because this is sort of like traumatizing, which is what we've all been in survival mode. And, and there is a, a sort of a casualty that's been whether it be in the military, you know, people in the military in war or. EMS, police, whatever, like anybody's or a hospital. I mean, there's so many different places. It doesn't have to be anyone. It's probably everywhere. Um, just that whole sense of being in survival mode where we've we shut down. Um, it's a beautiful thing that we have as part of our human qualities. It's not necessarily sustainable for long term. Every day, all the time use is what I've learned. Um, and there is like another system out there, another way of being. It's just until you're actually in it and learning. It's, it's, I don't know who's teaching it, <laughs> per se, but uh, I think we're all beginning to experiencing it more and more. And it's like, I'm so glad I had all those years of sort of shut down or that other way of being in survival mode because it, it's giving me great contrast to experience this other thing and then be like, okay, I see how that played in. And so I don't know, you know, I appreciate all that it's been. And now it's like, okay, let's experience and play with this. And then how much more healthy and thriving and livening can this be? And can these things that we think and can often be so challenging, um, walking into people's worst worst moments of per se of their life, which I have learned, especially over this last year, how exceptionally beautiful those moments can be um, when looked at through different perceptions and vantage points. Um, that there's more, I want to say more, because I don't like more or less, but there's a richer, deeper experiences and messages that can come through our experiences um, when we open, because then we can receive them. Otherwise, sometimes I think the, how shall I say, the healing or the solution or the thing we need, maybe need 
is being given to us through the creator, through whatever, whatever you want to call spirit um, in those moments or just before or after the moments. But often we're so lost into a particular emotion or we're shut down. We kind of don't get to, don't necessarily receive that. So like now I can look back on those other years and kind of go, oh, wait, oh, you know, see things I couldn't have even seen before and feel them now because I have this other perspective, this other experience. Um, but going forward, yeah, I'm like, oh, can I open? I mean, the thing in me that's lit up now is like, how much more can I open? Because I don't feel like it was like, oh, just turn the whole valve on, the whole valve off. It, it's been like this perpetually growing thing. And I'm like, how much more can I? Oh, how much more is there? How much more supported yeah. can it feel? Because that's what this felt like. Felt so incredibly supported. And, you know, I kind of picture myself as a, as a robot, especially the job I'm in now. You know, we deal with so many emotions so quickly. Like, you know, it was a few months ago, I answered the 911 phone and it was a mother who had just walked in on a murder scene and it was her daughter and this and that. But it was one of those moments where it's like, I don't have any time to deal with the emotion of this. I have to do something. And what's funny is you mentioned, you know, your mindset is how right. can I be more open? And for me, it's how can I be more close? What can I do to be more callous, for lack of a better term? Because that's the skill that I have. And of course, I say, you know, uh, you know, talking to you, I think to myself, wow, maybe there's a chance for me to look at this whole thing a little differently and see how it plays out. So, I mean, a little differently. <laughs> well, yeah, and to me, that's all I had to say. I was just, yeah, I'm jumping I was on you. Keep going. Different perspective that I haven't heard in a long time because, of course, in this world, everybody's that way, you know, but there's not a lot of people that are thinking of it the way that you've described it and I'm very intrigued and curious as to how that would look if we did it more yeah and the interesting thing it's you know there's a process in the sense of that it's a muscle I like to feel like it is um, you know or like a wire you know it's like clearing out the old or programs clearing out the old programs so a new one can come in but also the more things I experience to go through in an open state, the faster my processing comes. Like it used to be, I would fall down bawling, crying, you know, like I'd be crying like in the moment, I'd be trying to hit, you know, whatever, or feeling. Um, and so I'd be going through all these feelings, but also like fully feeling them and them in the body coming out. But then it became a point where I almost didn't have to go through that process and I can fully feel it, but there's almost like a, a witnessing version of it. So I'm not shut down. I feel the feelings going through. I can sense them. I can articulate or do something with them if I need need to energetically. But it becomes really, it's become really fast. And I'm very curious how much faster it can become. Like, as you said, when you're in shutdown mode, I mean, there's almost like no processing. So it is fast <laughs> in a sense, but there's a hold back. And in the open, hmm. It's sort of like you're sitting there watching a show, but you're in the show. And you get to feel all the feelings, but instead of feeling like all the worst, because that's part of it, you're not necessarily feeling all the worst feelings. You're feeling like a lot of feelings that are more connected and in a different alignment. And 
yeah, you can tap into other people, but it's not like you're, it's not like I have to take them on. So that was the other thing with being shut down. It was almost like trying to keep, it's like a dam, trying to keep everything back, not just mine, but everybody else's, because I would take it all on. But being open, it was like, I'm open within me. That doesn't mean I have to take every, I can see it, feel it, sense it, but I don't have to take it on of everybody else's. But I might know what to, the next step of something to do, or, or I'll feel my guidance coming in showing me or telling me um what to do for this person or that person or if i see them and it's almost like something else is sort of driving it and i trust that um and it actually is it's so mentally freeing because i don't have to be trying to think through anything at any point in the process i mean a lot of what we do in ams becomes autopilot but there are certain times where Especially if the stuff comes home and you like replay how you did anything um, or the situation or how you were on the phone with somebody. Like being open didn't have that because it was such a trusting state. It's like I trust the divine guidance coming through. I trust what's happening. I trust these people. I trust the situation and um, just kind of rolling with it. So it's not the second guessing issue wasn't coming through. It was like, I trust whatever happened needed to happen and it's going to work out however it needs to work out, um, which is just a very different place. And I, I'm i still figuring it, like learning it. But I'm just so intrigued because <laughs> I was like, wow. I listen no to idea. you guys and I don't know how it feels to be in either field. Um, I mean, it's the same field, but it's completely two different roles that you guys play. Um, receiving the phone calls is different from being on the ground mm -hmm. of where it's happening and from an outside I'm listening and I'm thinking that it's completely due to two different situations like you're with a group Debbie that you know already that you're all familiar with each other um, and you've tasted the and you've tasted the no, conscious like you just said the conscious people I'm imagining in my head like as a listener I'm, I'm listening here and I'm imagining that it's completely different but it's the same field and I have appreciation for both actually because when I made a 911 call the person on the phone did not he was very firm and that helped keep me and my brother um, head level because we needed someone to be firm in the chaos that was happening at the house when we did the, the call. And then the people who walked in, they had to have, I mean, nobody, it was a panic moment. It was like everything going on. Um, but it just got the job done, you know, like it's just it's just different i i don't know <laughs> i'm just listening here imagining and the same things happened on those scenes that would have happened like on the scene i was on the same things would have happened mm -hmm. like the stuff still got done everything still you would, like from the outside you would have seen everything still operating as you would have seen in the scene in your home the difference more or less being is what internally was happening with those people at the scene 
So where somebody might be in complete survival mode and then be taking that home or internalizing it and beating themselves up over it um, or so shut down, they're not even receiving any of the, the beauty that's coming through it or the healing that's even coming through it. Um, that's where, for me, was the difference. Like I said, I, the I don't difference. work in either or. But so then again, I you know, if you think about it, you bring your energy, right? But if you think about how you bring your energy into a situation, and if you come in and we're shut down, we don't realize how much more we could actually do for somebody by being open um, as opposed to shut down. It's, it's, it's like a different internal operating system is my best way because on the outside, it would probably look very similar. In, in some regards. You know. Yeah, you don't have to add anything. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's still wonderment to me. It's just, it's just, it, it's interesting, exciting. Because, um, yeah, I think EMS is right for a lot of society opening up. You just know you can live in a different internal model. This makes me appreciate you guys more. I mean, everybody who works in the field of um, responding to medical or like crime or anything, like everything. Everybody, who, like whether the phone people, the people who are on the scene, the people in hospitals, the people, the cops, like everybody, it's just a different respect and a different gratitude. It's a lot to take on. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. I'm just listening to you guys and imagining it feels and I got this heavy feeling and I'm frowning for no reason and I'm just listening. Like I don't have it. Yeah. Well I have great appreciation for Josh does because I think being on the for me being on the phone call would be challenging in the sense of I'm, I like to do and so to be on the receiving end of talking somebody through things and then you hang up you don't even have like second and you get the next call and like I said it could be anything from a murder to somebody's not breathing to you know who knows what I'm not, I'm not even kidding after I took exactly no you're absolutely true it's, was yeah. on that phone call and the craziness I'm not kidding I hung up the phone and <laughs> Next phone call is oh, my neighbor's dog won't stop barking and about I'm like okay dude really like all right but you know the the thing I and I really appreciate that Sarah I think it, it I mean it's it's nice to to feel that gratitude but I think honestly uh, the best thing for me is I've learned a lot of humbleness through it and basically this whole thing would never work if everybody didn't do what they needed to like you know it's a teamwork thing and i and what, what what makes me happy to do it is i know that i'm part of a team that's working yeah. together to get things done it's not just about me or you know any one person and i think that helps my human experience outside of work too to be a little more humble to be a little more uh open to working with different kinds of people so and of course, you know, I was on the other side of the radio, as I call it, you know, mm -hmm. a firefighter mm -hmm. EMT for about 10 years. And I, yep. I was able to take some of that experience with me. Into this. And, you know, for me, I just see it all as, I don't know, it, it's fascinating to me, but it's also one of those things like, 
man, if I do this for my whole career, I wonder what I'm going to look like at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. I do find, though, that especially, in, well, anywhere in EMAS, but your vantage point being a dispatcher in that sense is the sense of talk about really getting to see different mindsets and viewpoints and perspectives. Oh, yeah. Because when the yeah, people call in, you can almost feel that and sense it right away where they're at. You know, and so it's it's one of those weird dynamics that I don't know if gets played or shared with the public well enough for them to understand how just their own inner their own responses, um, going from reaction to response and how that can just change their own yeah, emergency situations or things like that. An emergency to them, you know. And it, it's kind of funny because you sit there and you're like, oh my gosh. But then yeah. the oh, yeah. you think, you know, they may only ever have to call 911 twice in their life. They're going to remember it each time. So there comes a level of, okay, I got to do this and treat this person yeah. exactly like the last person and help them through it or whatever. Sometimes you got to get mean too, which is kind of fun for me. I, I've yelled at people before, you know, uh, not to go in there or not to do this or that. Uh, yeah, it's almost like talking to kids sometimes. You have to use very simple and firm language to get their attention. You know, and when they're in that panic mode, you have mm-hmm. to be the lighthouse in the storm and kind of say, "Okay, we're going to get through this, but you're going to have to do it my way." And uh, yeah, exactly. They got to, mm-hmm. you know, I got to get the deep voice. They on need a little steering. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the number? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you have people that ever did all that just. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody gets the barking dogs. <laughs> Oh, what trips us up? But yeah, it's beautiful to to know what, and that, that's it too. Like, what voice is going to work for that moment? I imagine it's not always this. Like no. that, it's so not always the same. Two-year-old child voice. To try to figure out how to get them to hand the phone to an adult. You know, I can't. I can't use that voice. <laughs> In fact, what I normally do if I get a kid that calls or even, because usually what it is, is kid gets a phone and they call 911 on accident, but they keep calling and calling and calling. So, you know, it's like we have to figure out and get an adult on the phone or something. And I just, I just don't have the mojo. I just don't have the mojo to talk to the kids. To get I have one of those kids. <laughs> So I usually have one of my other dispatchers talk to the kids, and, and I work with 90% women. So they kind of have that different touch. And, and I'll be on the phone for 10 minutes with a two-year-old saying, okay, can you give this uh, to an adult? I'm like, what, what language do I use? Uh, mom, mom and dad? Or mom and dad? Are your parents home? And then I give the call to a, a lady dispatcher in 30 seconds. They've got a mom on the phone. I'm like, okay, whatever. That is so intriguing. That is so interesting. I love that. that they have a woman that's not listening. They can handle to you. <laughs> Hear your deep voice. No, that's funny. Interesting. Huh. 
Yeah, my whole internal tide is going. I don't know. I give it up on. You take this call. You just find it works. Yep, and that's all good. It's part of the team effort. Mm. Well, this has gone into a full yeah. cast. I wasn't. Josh, <laughs> you really in need so to many shapes, ways, yeah, oh. I don't know. I, you know, I've uh, thought of it before. For real. Not only the voice, like not the voice. I'm talking about the the presence, the view. The way you view like, things. Personality, yeah. the perspective, everything, everything. The way you direct conversations. Well, everything. I might have to give it a shot, man. You got yourself a listener. <laughs> I mean, you know you have two listeners at least. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Mm. Oh, and if we didn't mention, Josh is also the one that does our intro and our exit music. And I don't know if that's your standard, as I believe you do. You know, I've tried a... to describe it to myself. Well, how would you describe your music typically? And, uh, I haven't quite figured it out yet. I, I, think, I think it's just whatever I feel at the time is what is really it. It's just a... Well, I love what you have felt and what has come through because it has served our podcast beautifully. Well, thank you. Based on the premise of Connect's podcast, that song, and of course it's like, oh my gosh, but that song was done in one take. I just hit the record button and did the acoustic, and then I did the lead (laughs) in one take. And that's the song that everybody likes the most. I'm like, you know, I will. I feel the least hard on that song. It's the one that everybody likes the most. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that so funny how that often works? (laughs) I'm glad. Beautiful. You just hit the record button and you roll it. It's all in good time, right? There you go. Wow. Very cool. That is so cool. So beautiful. Divine, I love how it all plays out. <laughs> you just yeah. don't know how it'll be used. That's right. Show up and serve. Don't know how it's going to get used. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Josh, for coming. Do you have any parting words or feelings uh, that no you, I just I really appreciate want to leave on the airwaves hang out with you guys and, and this, is, this is great it's good for me uh, definitely a great way to cap off my weekend here so I'm going to be going into work with oh, some cool. different thoughts probably that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> Take some food with you for that. <laughs> food for thought. <laughs> like, oh, Phil, I'm happy digesting that. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I just want to say thank you. And, and I don't know if we'll cycle back and do another full one with all the uh, sounds working. I would however they work. But either way, this is, I would very much like to. So, Josh, if you're open to it, another day, another time, um, we'll come back. How would we like to leave this? Hmm. 
That's it. <laughs> this is it. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you. Be blessed, and we'll talk again soon. Yes. Mm-hmm.